Welcome to the Kick-Ass Fantasy Football League podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 16. In this episode, I will be discussing the Week 13 results, our final standings, the playoff picture, and a look to Week 14, the Wild Card Round. This kick-ass episode starts in... Welcome back, everybody. Week 13 we're on, is in the books. We are back for another week here, and we are the playoffs are officially begun, and uh, it's exciting times in the fantasy football world. So let's uh, take a look here at some of these teams. We had we had teams that needed wins. We had teams that couldn't afford losses. We had teams that were just trying to win. Uh, my, you know, my team, you know, finally we can stick a fork in them. They, I mean, they've been done for a long time as far as playoffs concerned, but you know, one aspect, I'm kind of glad this season is over. It's, it's been a, probably the craziest year I've ever seen. Uh, I've had, I've had worse teams record wise, but just with all the injuries and the COVID stuff and just trying to manipulate your roster up and down, it's, it's. It's been a crazy, crazy season. I'll tell you that, and it's uh, and I know everybody's had to deal with the same thing, but I just it's it was just it's just tough to tough to swallow sometimes. You know, the the team just didn't work out the way I had hoped it would. How I drafted it, you know, when you lose a lot of players early, um, those types of things, those types of things happen. You just have these kinds of seasons, and it's it just gets frustrating throughout throughout the year but it's over we can uh, put it to bed thank goodness and we're going to move on to these recaps from last week so let's start with a team uh that really needed a win here uh basically the new orleans saints was coming in on a four game losing streak they'd started out six and oh uh they lost the game and then won so they basically lost one one once they were seven and one um, and they've lost four in a row. They're seven and five coming into this one. Uh, at one point, they were probably the most dominant team. They'd been score. They were scoring two hundred points a week, just about two or three weeks in a row there. Um, and he comes into this one facing the Tennessee Titans, and it basically was the Saints and the Titans one and two for the better part of the year. I mean, through like six, seven, even eight weeks, it was the Saints had the division and the, uh, their division, and the Titans had the other division, and uh, yeah, it was it was the Saints that were kind of dominating the first half of the year. So they came into this one needing a win. If they got the win, they were going to get into the playoffs. They're going to squeak in after, like I said, pretty much running everything early stages. 
but they're playing the Tennessee Titans, who wanted that one seed. So we'll start with the Tennessee Titans. He had Deshaun Watson score him 22.85. Alvin Kamara's his running back, 17.7. Latavius Murray, 3.7. He went back to that Kamara-Murray combination that kind of worked for him earlier in the year, but uh, here, not so much. Wide receivers, Jameson Crowder, 21.7. Uh, Devontae Parker, 7.5. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, 7.8. K.J. Hamler, 4.9. Michael Gallup finally showed up, 21.6. Uh, Mike Jacecki tied in, 23.8. And the Bears defense with a big fat zero. Unsung hero here is his kicker, Harrison Butker. Gave him 17 points. Kept him alive and well. So let's see what the Saints had to offer. Russell Wilson with that disappointing game against the Giants. Who saw that coming? 17.65 points. Derrick Henry with a bust of a game, 5.9. Uh, he started Benny Snell Jr. because, uh, you know, James Conner was on the COVID list. So he, he scooped up Benny Snell. Three points is what he got him. Todd Gurley, three points. Uh DeAndre Hopkins, 19.2. Stephon Diggs, 19.2. Sterling Shepard, 5.2. Keelan Cole, Sr., 1.7. Robert Tanyans is tight end, 13.9. He did get New England's defense in there, 36 points. But unfortunately, just none of his guys did enough for him in this one. They let him down again. He falls to the Titans, 148.55 to 129.75. So Jason unthinkably loses five straight games to end the season to fall to seven and six and it knocks him out of the postseason possibly depending on what happens to some other teams by the by him losing he needed uh he needed matt to lose as well and so we'll get back to that later but the titans win and they needed to win to maintain the one seed so they uh go to nine and four and they have the one seed going into the playoffs and um, so he's going to get that bye in that first round. So uh, we'll go to the next game. Uh, we had the Bears against the Packers. It's another tough matchup. Two playoff teams uh, trying to fight it out for position. Again, Matt's Packers needed a win here to get in now that the Saints had lost. Um, and here we go. Matt's Packers with Aaron Rodgers, 26.45. David Montgomery, 27.1. J.D. McKissick, 17.8. Uh, wide receivers, Allen Robinson, 13.5. Michael Thomas, 19.5. Devontae Adams, 34.1. Jacoby Myers, 3.5. Adam Thielen, 21.5. His tight end was Evan Ingram, 7.2. And Pittsburgh's defense, 3 points. Um, he did have Taysom Hill still. He uh, had him on the bench in a quarterback position. He scored 25.9. So, I mean, he's not going to start Taysom Hill over Aaron Rodgers, so... Unless you can put him in as a tight end. That's the only way you'd do it. Um, not this week, though. Bears go with Mitchell Trubisky as his quarterback. 15.95. Uh, Zeke Elliott, 13.5. Jonathan Taylor, 22.5. Uh, Giovanni Bernard, 4.9. Wide receivers, T. Higgins, 10.6. Cole Beasley, 28. Uh, Darnell Mooney, 8.3. Calvin Ridley, 15.8. Jimmy Graham, 0. And New Orleans defense, 10. 
And let's see if he had anybody on his bench. Uh, oh, he benched Kyler Murray for Trubisky. Wow. Kyler Murray scored 18.15, so it was only three more points. Not a big difference there. Daryl Henderson Jr. on his bench had 15. Might have been a better start than Giovanni Bernard, but Daryl Henderson ain't, wasn't really doing nothing. So, But it, even if he had started him, it wouldn't have made a difference. The Packers roll in this one, 179.65 to 139.55. So the Green Bay Packers go to 7-6. and six. They earn that playoff spot that they, uh, based on points, basically, uh, because the Saints lost, that knocks them out, and the Packers are in. The Bears were still in. They're 7-6 and six as well, uh, even though they lost this one. Um, but because of points, they still got in. So we had, we had a lot of 7-6 and six teams in this, this league this year. It was very, very strange season in terms of win-loss record. We'll touch base on that in a bit. Uh, we'll just go to the next team that's uh, got some playoff implications. We had the Falcons. And this also has a uh, toilet bowl implication, playing the Cleveland Browns, coming into this one at 3-9. and nine. Uh, Falcons, uh, Tannehill, 31.45. Aaron Jones, 23.8. Dalvin Cook, 23.9. Uh, Chris Carson, 20. Wide receivers, Keenan Allen, 9.8. Tyler Boyd, 14.2. Robert Woods, 18.5. Brandon Cooks, 11.5. Tight end, Hayden Hurst, 1.9. Miami's defense, 23. Um, let's see, bench-wise, nah, nothing really going. He had every, all of his guys in that he needed to. Cleveland Browns, Ben Roethlisberger, 21.25. Miles Sanders, 3.1. Kenyon Drake, 13.8. Wide receivers, Christian Kirk, 1.2. Amari Cooper, 16.3. Jarvis Landry, 20.5. Marvin Jones Jr., 25.6. Hunter Renfro, 8.7. Tight end Darren Waller had a beast of a game. 13 catches, 200 yards, 2 touchdowns, 45 fantasy points. Baltimore's defense gave him 7. And uh, looking at his bench, uh, Lamar Jackson had a couple more points than Roethlisberger, but other than that... Uh, wasn't going to make a difference. Atlanta rolls in this one, 192.05 to Cleveland Browns, 165.45, which secures Atlanta for the division, which gives them the number two seed in the postseason. Cleveland Browns dropped a 3-10, and which effectively gives them the toilet bowl, but they could have had company. They're, his brother, uh, Brent, uh, also was... Three and nine coming into this one, so could he have lost and joined him and have the, this would have been the second year in a row we had back to back co toilet bowl winners? But we'll touch base on that one in a bit. The last playoff team we had the Raiders, uh, who I think came had been coming into this one uh, on a two game winning streak, I believe. Uh, the Detroit Lions uh, had been coming on strong as of late, but I think he was behind on points by quite a big margin. So even if he won this game, he was probably not going to get in the playoffs. We'll start with his team, the Lions. Patrick Mahomes, 22.5. Running backs, Naheem Hines, 12.2. Uh, Devontae Booker, 6.1. Nick Chubb, 17.6. His wideouts, Juju Smith-Schuster, 9.8. DK Metcalf, 13. Uh, Justin Jefferson, 27.3. Corey Davis, 35.2. Tight end, TJ Hawkinson, 15.4. And Kansas City's defense get him 9. 
Over on the Raiders side, Justin Herbert had a most horrific game that I think he's had this whole entire season, only 209 yards. He didn't throw any touchdown passes, two interceptions. Only got him 6.45 points. James Robinson, 22.8. Miles Gaskins, 14.1. Wide receivers, Deontay Johnson, 21.1. Tyreek Hill, 14.8. Tyler Lockett, 12.3. A.J. Brown, 10.7. Terry McLaurin, 3.4. Tight end, Travis Kelsey, 27.6. Chargers defense, negative one point. And the Rams defense scored 12, so that would have been a little bit better. Um, But hindsight's 20-20, especially considering they were playing New England. So I think they thought they... I think his thought process was good on that one. But yeah, Detroit just uh, has gotten hot at the right time. Just it was a little, too little, too late. He he, he wins this one, one seventy eight point one to one thirty nine point two five over the Raiders to bring the Lions record to seven and six, and it drops the Raiders record to seven and six. So that brings us to the last game. We had my Dallas Cowboys, who had an opportunity to actually have a winning record, uh, considering how crappy my team's been this whole season with injuries and COVID and all the other BS that's gone on with it. Playing uh, Brent, uh, who was three and nine, uh, trying to avoid the toilet bowl. Um, needless to say, it was a fitting, uh, fitting end to my season here. Uh, I rolled with Kirk Cousins, uh, matchup play twenty four point forty five, Kareem Hunt eight point seven, David Johnson ten point four, uh, Antonio Gibson one point four got hurt. Uh, wide receivers Julio Jones 15.4, DJ Chark 6.1, Michael Pittman Jr. 9.6, CD Lamb 10.6. Kyle Rudolph was the tight end this week, got a zero. Uh, let's see, Johnny Smith was, uh, I don't think he was hurt, but he got a zero. So that's like back to back weeks. I've had no points from any tight ends on my roster. Crazy. Green Bay Packers defense 15 points. Buffalo Bills. Uh, Jared Allen, 33.85. Running backs, Austin Eckler, 10.8. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, a zero. Uh, Debo Samuels, wide receiver, 13.6. Emmanuel Sanders, 8.9. Cooper Cup, 15.3. Henry Ruggs, the third, 15.4. Sammy Watkins, 7.5. Ebron, his tight end, 13.8. Tennessee's defense, negative four points. Uh, Really, neither one of us had anybody on the bench. I had Brandon Ayuk on the bench, but... Scored 20.5. Maybe I I probably wish I should have started him at this point. Because had I, I'd have probably gotten the win. But uh, as soon as Antonio Gibson uh, got hurt on a second carry of the ball game, I knew it was going to be a tough one. And it's kind of fitting that I had, you know, James Conner on uh, on IR. uh, Or he's on the COVID list, so he didn't play. So there's one of my starters. Uh, Antonio Gibson gets hurt in the game. I mean, it's kind of my season started with an injury it ended with an injury and you know just going up and down with my roster by about week five basically the goal changed from winning a title to just having a winning record and I really had a good shot at it and honestly if CD Lamb had just scored a touchdown on Tuesday night I still would have won final on this one the Bills beat me barely 119.15 to 113.65 but it's just a fitting Fitting in, puts a nice big giant stamp on this season of COVID. Let's let's hope next season will not be so 
insane uh, with all of this stuff. But I, I got a feeling it probably will be. Maybe not as maybe not as bad. Hopefully, we'll get get a handle on this before football season starts. So. All right, so when we come back in the next segment, we are going to jump into the standings real good here. We are going to cover all of the playoff spots. I'm going to kind of touch base on each team, where I think uh, the teams are going to go, who I think is going to end up in the championship game, and dare I pick a winner and jinx a team. We'll see right after this. Okay, guys, and we're back, uh, ready to jump right in here into the final standings for the 2020 season in the Kick-Ass Fantasy Football League. Let's start with the Gladiators division. Of course, we have the first place Tennessee Titans at 9-4. and four. They are the one seed. Uh, we followed that up with the uh, LA or the Las Vegas Raiders, Michael's team at seven and six. Uh, third place in the division, Green Bay Packers, seven and six. Uh, my Cowboys were fourth in the division at six and seven, and we have the Cleveland Browns coming in at the fifth position at three and ten. Uh, over in the Outlaws division, we have the Atlanta Falcons uh, in first for uh, eight and five. Number two was the Chicago Bears at seven and six. Uh, three was the Detroit Lions at seven and six. Uh, four was the New Orleans Saints at seven and six, and the Buffalo Bills were five at four and nine. Now the cra- there are a lot of seven and six teams there. We had let's see, uh, one, two, three, four, five, five, seven and six teams. And if if I would have beaten Brent. Uh, in week 13, we, we could have had six, seven, and six teams. That's how insane this season's been, how closely contested it's been. Nobody ran away with it. I mean, John's nine and four. You got Atlanta's, uh, Jared's eight and five. But, you know, an interesting tidbit came up. Josh had posted on our Facebook page, you know, we had a lot of winning records in this, this season. It just seemed odd. And I hadn't really thought much about it until he posted that. And when I actually went back and did some digging and looked it up, uh, most seasons we had, you know, four or five winning teams, which typically we have five teams in the playoffs. So I think most years we have, you know, at least five winning teams. But there have been a handful of years where we've had four. So that means a, a, a six and seven team has made the playoffs. But uh this year has been by far having seven winning records only three teams had losing records that's myself and that was at six and seven and then we had the browns at three and ten and the bills at four and nine uh and if i had won my game we would actually have two teams at three and ten and everybody else would had a winning record which is kind of a neat little tidbit there i i just i you know after thinking about it a little more i'd never seen uh, that much uh, diversity, I guess, through the entire league. And I guess it, it points to the fact that we all had to deal with, at different times, either an injury or a guy out on COVID. And so I think it totally killed a lot of rosters on certain weeks throughout the season. So, I mean, yeah, it wasn't just me that had to deal with injuries and, and stuff. I mean, I can cry foul now, but you know, I'm talking about me because it's my, you know, my team. So, 
but I'm sure I speak uh, a lot of the other guys who were seven and six and didn't make the playoffs probably feel the exact same way. So, um, yeah, it was just it's it's it was just an interesting little thing. And uh, if we touch base on the playoff teams, so let's take a look. Let me flip here to the playoff schedule. All right, so week 14, we're going to have uh, John T., of course, Titans are one seed. He's going to get a bye. Uh, we have the two seed Falcons, uh, Jared, he's going to get a bye. And then we have the three seed, the Raiders, uh, uh, Michael, he will also get a bye. So we have three byes in the first week. We bas Basically, round one is the wild card round. It's four versus five. So in this instance, it'll be the Packers, the four seed, uh, against the Chicago Bears, uh, the five seed. So um, also the two division winners have won their division winnings. That'll be divided out at the end once we get it all squared away. I think it's like 25 bucks uh, to win the, for the winner of each division. So I'll have to double check that because I know we've changed it a few times over the years so um another thing you know I just want to look at let's look at points scored I like looking at that this is why I'm going to really I'm going to use this to pick uh, or I'm probably heavily use this to pick um who some of my favorites are here so let's I mean let's look at uh, a few things so if we're, if we're looking at points scored in the league the Raiders who come in as the three seed have scored the most points at 2,208 uh, Falcons come in right behind him at 2,166 uh, then we have the Packers at 1,971 and the Bears at 1,942 so those first four are all playoff teams now here's the interesting thing the next team five is Detroit at 1,927 uh, the Saints are at 6 at 19.03. And then the Titans come in at 7, 18.89. So our one seed basically is 7th in the league in points scored. So that could be an issue going into the playoffs. Now, he's played; his team's played well. He could get hot in the postseason, no doubt about it. But I'm going to say that I like the chances of some of these other guys who are scoring 200 points a week on a weekly basis. And that's not to take anything away, but let's uh, take a look at the one game that's being played this week. So and we'll kind of recap that, and then we'll we'll see how it plays out. So right now we have the Packers and the Bears right now. Packers have Aaron Rodgers, uh, running backs David Montgomery, J.D. McKissick. Wide receivers, Allen Robinson, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, uh, Adam Thielen, tight ends, Evan Ingram, and Pittsburgh's defense. Uh, the Bears, he's still rolling with Mitchell Trubisky, Kyler Murray against the Giants, or Trubisky against Houston. Hmm. I don't know. I think I'd take my chances with Kyler Murray, to be honest. But not my team, so Trubisky's the quarterback, Zeke Elliott, the running back, Jonathan Taylor, Giovanni Bernard, um, wide receivers Mike Evans, T. Higgins, Cole Beasley, Calvin Ridley, tight ends Jimmy Graham, and New Orleans defense. So there it is. The projection right now has Matt to 
kind of easily win this one, 167.2 to 141.6. I know projections don't mean a lot. Win probability right now has Matt at 59%. So if that holds true, Matt will be going on. And that, unfortunately, being the one seed, Tennessee Titans is going to get to play the winner of this matchup right here because, well, he gets the lowest seed, so that'd be the four and the five. The Falcons and the Raiders, unfortunately, are going to face each other next round. They get a bye this week, but they're playing each other next week. And I, I'm a little disappointed by that. I kind of would have liked to see both uh, Michael uh, and Jared end up in the championship game. They have... Probably the two most uh, high-powered teams. I think when you're looking at score, well, we just went over points scored, and they're they're one and two right there in points scored. So, I think as far as firepower goes, uh, those two teams would definitely uh, be a good championship game. But you know, if Matt wins this one, though, Matt's been on a nice little roll too. He's been scoring in the one seventies, one eighties. Um, and really putting up some points. So, I mean, I think he could definitely go toe-to-toe with them. Uh, I, and honestly, I think if John has a shot to win this thing, he's going to need the Bears to win this week because I, I think he matches up better against the Bears uh, and the roster that he has um, as opposed to the, the players that Matt have. I, it's just, I mean, it's just the way it is. You know, Matt's averaging 170, 180, and... Lately, uh, the Bears have been averaging 130, 140, so and that's kind of the range it, that John's team's been in. So I think if John wants to win this thing, he's going to have to, uh, I think he's going to have to hope that the Bears pull this thing out against the Packers in, in this Week 14 game. So, so yeah, not, not a lot to cover. We only had the one game. Um, I do think ultimately... Uh, you know, if I'm trying to pick a winner, I, you know, I think Matt's actually going to win this week. I think Matt will win next week against the Titans. That'll put Matt in the championship game. I know he hates when I do that because he, <laughs> I think I jinxed him one year back when he had the best record. Um, that Raiders and Falcons game, man, is anyone's guess as to who who could pull that one out. I mean, if I'm looking at his roster now. Eh, I mean, if he started the roster that he's got in there right this second, he's projected 179. And if I look at if I look at Jared's, he's projected 157. And Jared, man, he's been in so many championship games. It's almost unbelievable what this guy has done um, over the course of a few short years. Uh, let me see if I can pull up some of that. You know, he 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 had a there was a stretch there where he was almost in in like five straight championship games. I think there was like one game that he lost in a uh, conference final type game uh, that would have put him in almost like five straight title games. Now he's he's only won well, I think three titles in the league, two titles. Um. Yeah, two. We have three guys that have won two. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's he's won some second place. He's won a couple titles. Uh, I would not put it past him to get in. But you know, I'm just looking at. I've I've liked Michael's team for about three or four weeks here. We call him Fantasy Dan because he always gets in the big game, and then it seems like his team lets him down. If he can get Christian McCaffrey back for those last two playoff games, 
and Justin Herbert doesn't have a game like he did last week. I mean, he's got Herbert, he's got McCaffrey, James Robinson's been solid all year, Deontay Johnson's been solid all year, Tyreek Hill, Tyler Lockett, A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin, Travis Kelsey, Rams defense. I mean, if all those guys keep clicking like they've been, I like that team a lot. Uh, Jared's team is still solid. I mean, quarterback-wise, I think he kind of flipped from Matt Ryan. He went to Tannehill, which I I dumped Tannehill. And honestly, I think if I'd have kept him, I probably would have won last week against Brent because he scored like 30 points. Um, And I only needed like three more points. So Uh, not that uh, Cousins did bad, but Tannehill scored about five more points than him. So that would have been enough for me to, to get a winning record. So I but... You know, he's got Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook. I still think that trade could make a difference in this whole thing, too. Chris Carson, I don't know how healthy he is, if he can come back to what he was like earlier in the season. Keenan Allen has been blowing up, uh, having some big games lately. Tyler Boyd, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, um, Mark Andrews. Uh, you know, he's he's got... I mean, he's got some players too, but oh, and he's got Galladay that if he could ever come back. So, man, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be exciting. I can't wait to see it. Next week when I recap the second round, I think I'm going to have a better idea on who these guys are going to start for sure. And I'm going to make my pick on who I think is going to win those games. And then in the in the third and the final uh, podcast of the season... Um, I'm going to make that, uh, championship prediction. Uh, maybe I'll do it next week. Maybe I'll do it. Once I see the four teams, I'll, uh, maybe I'll throw it out there. So that's all I got this week, guys. Uh, have a Bears and Packers have a really awesome, uh, wild card round. I hope a lot of points are scored. Hope it's close. May the best guy win. And that's all I got for you this week, guys. Come miss out. Come out.